everyone, welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek. And I'm Cody. And we're here, we're going to be coming to you with two episodes. This is uh, the first of two. Uh, first interview coming to you is going to be with the, uh, I guess we would say the second evicted house guest yeah. last night, right? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be Joseph. Um, again, as always, we don't have to tell you guys, this isn't something, some people edit it to make it look like they're asking the questions. We submit the questions within an hour after the eviction, and then Big Brother then poses those questions to the evicted house guests from their hotel room. And instead of kind of faking it, we're just going to play the responses for you and weigh in on just keep it really simple. Yeah. So let's get right into it, right? Without further ado. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh, what do you got to say first? What do we got to say first? Come on, first boy, all, where listen, we at? Listen, let's listen, go. listen, listen, listen. If you haven't done so already <laughs> and you're seeing this video, and this is the first time to our channel, hit that subscribe button, turn on those bell notifications, and make sure you are the first to know whenever we upload a new video. Uh, we really appreciate all the love and support you guys have given us. Um, again, we're over 30,000 subscribers in our second year of having the podcast, and we just couldn't have imagined it going so well also we have tiffany covering the live feeds she is coming to you on mondays and wednesdays so make sure if you guys aren't subscribed to the channel with the notifications on you do that right now so that you are seeing the videos first okay hey i had to give you a shout out too i'm so glad you made me go back i was watching our last video i'm so glad you made me go back and re-say the hit list thing you see how i put that in Come on, bro. Absolute fire. Shout out to Cody. Shout out to Austin. Even yeah. shout out to Austin. That thing is flawless. But yeah. Okay. And now we can dive it, into it's it. like, wait, time for the hit list. Dung. No, and you can still hear it's perfect. Voice. I was like, yeah, we're it's perfect. You and I, we're just leveling up. We're in, we're getting, we're leveling we're up. We're figuring it out. We're figuring it out. So guys, if you guys are liking everything that's going on, if you like our banter back and forth, we like to have a good time here. We like to keep it casual. Drop a comment down below. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know where some areas that you think we can improve. We are always down to improve for this channel. So first question we asked Joseph, this is the blanket question that I think we asked every house guest just so that we can get a good bearing as to who they think is playing good, i.e. may vote for at the end and who they think they want coming out, i.e. who they most likely won't vote for at the end. So the first question is, who do you think is playing the best game in the house and who would you like to see follow you out the door? Um, up until now, I think, Michael is playing an amazing game. I have to give him credit where credit's due. The competitions he's winning, the social game he's playing. Um, I have to give credit to that. And following me out the door, um, I don't know yet who was also evicted from the other house. You know, I'm hoping it was Jasmine, although I love her. But um, after that, you know, possibly Kyler Turner because nothing personal, but, you know, I think the way that they chose to play, you know, isn't long term and um, they're going against an alliance that I think could have definitely made it towards the end if the effort was put in there. So, all right. Well, what do you think about that? Nothing personal. I mean, we insight. First off, Michael's playing the best game to him. Yeah. We knew that. I think yeah. everybody in the house, especially if you're following Tiffany, if you're watching Twitter, Everyone's kind of picking up on that at, that at this point. It's pretty obvious. What's the guy got like seven comp wins or something like that? Something, like something ridiculous. Yeah, dude, it's a lot. Yeah, it's something ridiculous. And as far as who we would like to see follow him out the door next, he doesn't know that Jasmine went home at this point, but Kyle and Turner, right? And he says, yeah. not personal, but, yeah. you know, listen, if you, in fairness to him, the question is set up that way. It's a loaded question. Yeah. Who would you like to see you? see going out the door next not who do you think will go out the door next so he goes kyle and turner and we dive into the kyle situation a little bit more further in this interview but 
Yeah, I mean, he does. He's not a fan of Colin Turner right now. They're the reason he's 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 talking to us. Yeah, yeah. And so I also think that it was pretty interesting when he mentions that he doesn't feel like it's a good move for longevity in the game. I'm eager to see how he would feel about it if they do. If one of those two do end up going all the way to the end, would it then make the move a good move for the longevity of the game? And how would Joseph? end up taking that as a jury member and somebody that's voting for the winner. Cause I don't feel like he's going to be a bitter jury member where Indy, I was like, she's voting for whoever she likes over dislikes. I feel like Joseph can be a strategic jury voter. And so I could see maybe a Turner or Kyle get to the end. And it's like, when they explain it, he may be like, wow, that actually what they did back then may have been dumb in my opinion, or didn't have longevity, but now look where they are. So I'm eager to see how this all plays out. I, and I agree with you. I think he's going to be someone who votes pretty pragmatically and he's going to look at the information and decide who he thinks played the best game. Correct. So question number two, we asked Joseph, you told Julie last night that you wanted to show that you can play a loyal game and still go far. Now being a member of the jury, is it safe to say that it's tough to come into the house and actually win if you want to play loyal? Absolutely. The house gives you every opportunity to be selfish, to be, to think in a self-preservation manner and not work as a team. You know, I, I didn't make it to the end. I wanted to show that in some aspect, you can keep a moral compass to a group or a set or, you know, people other than yourself. I, I just wanted to stay true to that to some extent. It's still the big brother house. You can't make everyone happy. You can't be fully honest and you can't be fully loyal. Uh, but I wanted to do loyalty to a fault. I wanted to keep some form of myself in there and not turn on a dime at every opportunity. So, you know, it's definitely difficult. I'm in the jury. I couldn't do it, but it wouldn't be the first time I picked a harder route or, you know, there's always another chance to. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think this obviously we both understand this completely where you want to be loyal to a group. I think you can play a loyal game. You know, I think my first time around, I was as loyal as you possibly could. But the question was, do you think you can win by playing this extremely loyal game? And quite frankly, I do not. You have to play some sort of a cutthroat game, even if it's at the end, maybe in the middle, in order to put yourself to the end of the game. You can't just rely blindly on the loyalty of your alliance. You always have to be preparing for the backstab and put yourself in a situation where I hit first. I made sure I set up the building blocks so that if this did happen, I'm in a better situation than somebody else in my alliance. You can't just play blindly loyal, especially when Joseph was playing a game that was kind of to both sides. He was flip-flopping. He was staying good with the people outside of leftovers, doing well with the people inside of leftovers. But was it everybody inside of the leftovers? Obviously, Kyle felt threatened by Joseph to some extent where Turner didn't really he wasn't really viewing Turner as a threat. So you can play a loyal game. I just think you have to find that balance where you have to try to like adjust your moral compass. It has to be, I'm loyal, but I don't trust you. Like you can trust everybody. Like you were the only person I trusted on 16 fully. I only spoke to you fully with no guard up and everything I actually thought and felt or saw went right to you. My whole alliance? No, absolutely not. So you can be loyal to a certain extent and you can play the game with loyalty and a moral compass. But does that translate to winning? Probably not. No, I mean, he said it right in his answer, right? He Loyalty to a fault. Yeah. The fault was he went home because he, he assumed that Kyle and Turner were going to be as loyal as he was to the leftovers and not expose the leftovers to Terrence. But as he also said, 
the game is about self-preservation. And I love that he, he, uh, in a later part of this interview, he says, you know, the phrase, Kyle's the one that left the yard. And that's really what it was about, leaving the yard, going back into the house. And so Kyle saw two things. He saw the fact that he was at the bottom, that the the tides were turning. Mm -hmm. He could see that they were trying to kind of stack the deck against him uh, as far as the leftovers were concerned. And so he said, hey, listen, if I'm not going to roll with them anymore, I'm taking the first shot. I'm going to expose the leftovers before Joseph has the chance to do it later in the week. And it worked out for him. So I'm glad he admitted that There there is a game to be played there. You can have some moral elements that you're not willing to bend for the game but you have to know that when you go in the house you're going to lie cheat steal you're going to do what you need to do that's what big brother is correct i went into the house with a full-time career as a cop i was still a cop at the time there were definitely things that i couldn't do in there if i wanted to have a job when i got out but as far as lying to someone's face i i checked those morals at the door i don't i didn't care i was like hey if i don't win I'm not going to regret the fact that I didn't lie. I'm going to regret the fact that I didn't win. So that's really where it comes down to. And I I think he sees that now. I think, yeah, you can go in there as a good person, but if you want to win, you got to, you got to be a a different version of who you truly are. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a really nice guy. I really like Joseph. He's a kind soul, but at the end of the day, you have to find that balance in order to actually get, have what it takes to get to the end and win. Yeah. Dude, so, hey, no shade, no shade at all. No, no. I can only say this now because you you've won. If you checked your loyalty at the door, you would have cut me a final three. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Period. You would have cut me and it's and it's done and you win. Right. Yeah. And even in I would say in All-Stars, and you, you tell me, I don't even know exactly, but super tight with Enzo in the house. I know mm-hmm. you guys are like brothers in the house, but I would say that you had a stronger relationship that existed prior to Big Brother with Nicole. I mean, yeah. years. Yeah. And it's like, at the end of the day, the second time you played, you, it, it was kind of a toss up. You were loyal to both of them. Yeah. But ultimately there was a game element there too. And, there was and a huge game I, element, right? Like, and you did what I'm was right for you. I'm going to sit next to a winner in the final two, even though I still felt like I had more of the votes. I'm really going to, what that, it's more like an ego play. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. and it's like, no, you can't be well. You got to check your ego at the door. You got to check your morals at the door to a certain extent with your morals. But, yeah. you know, don't be a horrible person. But lying is part of the game, right? So, no, more I think about it, you are literally the poster child for it. You can see two different versions of Cody. Yeah. Two different seasons. Yeah. One he turns out second, one he turns out the winner. Yeah. And yeah, it, no. it came down to loyalty, you know? Yeah. Hey, I'm not Great mad point. about it. No, and hey, we have the winner circle now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. It worked out. So next question we asked Joseph, we said, you're an extremely intelligent guy with an athletic build, but we didn't see you win any competitions. Was this strategic, a stroke of bad luck, or are these competitions really difficult under pressure? And this is what he had to say. Um, I think it's a little bit of all, you know, I always wanted to downplay the physical threat. I didn't want to emphasize it after, you know, seeing Monty win a competition he became the physical threat. Monty and I were in a very similar position and only after his HOH did his name keep getting mentioned. So, you know, time and time again, I definitely was like, you know, winning an HOH just puts an extreme target on someone who's already looked at it as the physical threat. And I had no choice but to start to, you know, show my strategic side. And I already had a good social game. So I was like, at this point, I'm just not going to make it very far if people see me as a very, very huge threat. And although I could 
possibly win some competitions like the wall. I definitely felt like I could have held out a little bit longer. Um, I am no Michael, you know, I don't think I can just win a competition when I feel like it, but at the same time, you know, I was a little comfortable in the house and when we were going for HOHs or vetoes, if I didn't necessarily have to go all out, I would try to refrain from doing so. You know, I, I believe Joseph here. I think for the most part, he's telling the truth, but the bottom line is he was very in tune with the game and he knew when he had to win. And there's no argument that he, I, I, I wouldn't believe him if he said this, he knew he had to win that veto when he was in the backyard. So it's all well and good to downplay your strengths. I think it's a good thing actually, but you got to be able to win when you have to like a Michael. And unfortunately for him, I do think there's, and he, he did admit this, that it's a little bit of all of it. The, the games are a lot harder than they look. I remember my first night in the house with you guys watching on TV and thinking that I'm, you know, I'm a pretty athletic guy and doing that spit, the, the spit where we had to hold on. And I don't know if you remember this, I'm pulling back to memory here, but my arms were rug burnt. My chest was rug burnt. My chin was rug burnt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I'm already beat up with like burn cream on my arms and it's only night one. And I was like, I sadly sadly underestimated how hard these comps really are and i think that goes for a lot of people when they go in there yeah it's definitely tough too especially if you're in a mindset of okay i'm pretty comfortable in this house i have my alliance so i don't want to i don't need to win this competition you have to go in every competition and every hoh and every veto that you're playing in with the sense of i'm going to prepare like i need to win it And then depending on what's going on, maybe pull yourself back a little bit. Because if you then get to a situation where you're like, oh, no, I have to win, you're in a different mindset. You're in a completely different pressure cooker. And those situations in these competitions when it's like, oh, well, I've been kind of laying low most of the season. And then all of a sudden you're in a make or break. These competitions have a violent amount of stress added to them. So there's like this whole different aspect of your nerves Uh, coming into play and so you have to play these competitions to win and then pull yourself back when you find yourself in a situation where it's like okay this person is probably better off to win it and so i think that's what happened with joseph and then he came into this competition this week where he definitely needed to win it and it was just a tough comp he's not prepared to be like calm cool and collected under pressure and just be smooth and he really didn't even do that well at this competition and terrence was somebody who was gunning every single week. And then all of a sudden it just so happened that he was gunning and he was able to win both comps. So it's just a different mentality that you have to go into these competitions. And so it's, you know, if you're not prepared, then yeah, the bad luck comes, the pressure cooker hits and the stressful situations and it's harder to win these competitions. And you are the comp guy. So we'll leave it with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he didn't win when he had to. And ultimately that's why he's, he's in the jury house. Yeah. So final question for Joseph. We said to him, you mentioned last night that Kyle did some things this week you didn't respect. Where would you rank him in the hierarchy of the leftovers? And from a game perspective, is it fair to say Kyle made the moves he needed to in order to further his game? Um, This answer for Joseph I thought was a pretty interesting one. So this could tell us like a little bit about maybe what he would do at the end of the game if someone like Kyle is sitting there for a vote. Yes. So at the end of the day, I didn't leave that yard and Kyle did. So I have to respect that from a game standpoint. Now, from how I could overall respect it in a long-term standpoint, I think him sending Alyssa home would have benefited his game long-term. I think he, he made a decision that was 
right because he left the yard at the end of the day, and I need to understand and respect that aspect. But what I don't respect is it was the easier and short-term correct answer. You know, we're walking back in with Alyssa will always have a target on his back. I think Terrence and Turner knew that, and we're trying to take advantage of that aspect too. And, um, you know, him sabotaging and betraying me was always ammunition for Terrence and Turner to go back in there. So he threw a huge target on his back to get out of there. I just think he could have got out of there um, with not as big as a target. So this is an interesting answer on a couple different fronts. First off, I think it does tell us, it confirms that he's going to be able to objectively look at the game when it comes time to vote. However, he's, he's a little biased because I think it was very obvious from the start that either Joseph or Kyle were not leaving the yard. I love that phrase, by the way. I'm going to use it the whole time. I love that. Love that phrase. One of those two were not leaving the yard. It wasn't going to be Alyssa. It wasn't going to be Turner. I know that they the easy target would have been Alyssa, right? They could have stayed leftover strong. But Joseph is smart enough to know that. Once Kyle didn't use the veto on her the week before, he's not going to send her home. He's not going to send her home the next week. That's not, his, that's not his plan. You have to be able to see that as a player. So with that being said, he's saying that, hey, listen, I think short term, this is not going to be the right move for him. I think, uh, or long term, I should say, is not going to be the right move for him. Yes, it saved him this week but I think it's going to come back to bite him. However, in Big Brother, and this goes for everybody watching out there, your objective is to survive week after week because the game changes, as we see all the time, by the hour. And so there's a lot of speculation on his part as far as what's going to happen go forward. But at this point, Joseph doesn't know who's going to win HOH, who's going to be in charge of the house, who's going to be deciding who's nominated, how the dynamics of the house can change on a dime. And without going into too much, that's kind of what's happening at this point. So um, although I, I feel like he thinks it's going to come back to bite him, as you said earlier, if it turns out that Kyle ends up in the final two because of this move, well, then I guess it was the right decision. And we weren't throwing shade at him by saying it, but it was a little short-sighted on his part. He was at the, he was at the top of the totem pole as far as leftovers. Kyle was at the very bottom. And so I, I think in hindsight, he'll look at this and say, yeah, you know what? This was the right move for Kyle. Although it was at my, my demise. Yeah, I, I totally agree. There's not really much to add there. It's just, you know, he views like clipping Alyssa as something that would have been better for him long-term when in all actuality, I don't feel like that would have been better for him long-term. Alyssa is a vote that is always going to be in his direction. Could be somebody that's on the block or off the block that could save him is a vote that is always in his corner. Somebody that he really trusts. And those are people that although you're working with an alliance, you want that person outside of the alliance, right? Like I had that on All-Stars with Enzo. Enzo wasn't in the mm -hmm. main alliance, but I was always doing my best to vocalize. He's one of us. He's helping. He's a vote for us. Kyle was doing it in a different manner, which is why I think he was in this crossroads with Alyssa. He was talking her up as a bad player. He was saying that she doesn't really know what's going on. And the alliance wasn't buying that. He no. needed to go a different route with that, with Alyssa. It should have been, listen, this is an additional vote for us. This is somebody that is always going to vote with us, even if she's not in our alliance. This is great. This is somebody that I'm always going to be right with. If she wins the HOH, I can help us be protected and insulated. He wasn't going that route. That's the route you want to go in order to keep somebody outside of the alliance safe to then benefit you when you need to target the alliance. He wasn't doing that. So that's why I feel like Joseph thinks it was more of a short-sighted move, even though at the end of the day, I don't even know if Kyle's viewing this this way. 
it was a long-term play. You want these numbers outside of your alliance so that when something like this week happens and somebody outside of the alliance wins in Terrence, you're not the one in the alliance that goes home. It's someone like Joseph. So mm-hmm. Kyle wasn't playing that. He wasn't playing that long-term play. He played a short-term play that I think ended up being a pretty good long-term play because now he has Terrence, he has Alyssa. He still has some of the people inside of the leftovers because they've done a great job of masking it. They literally pinned it all on Joseph. And I'm blown away that the people in the house are really buying it, to be 100% honest. Mm-hmm. But Kyle is actually in a in a pretty good position right now in the house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's some questions coming up as far as, like, did Joseph expose all this yeah. or did they – did he feel like he had to respond to something? Um, final thoughts on Joseph, because we're probably not going to see him much on the show anymore other than the jury segments. I think he's a good player, not a great player. And that's 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 a compliment because there are people who come into this game who are just very good people at their core. Mm-hmm. And the big brother's not for them. I think he's an athletic guy, very smart. Uh, but certain people come into the house. I always go back to Paul Ibrahimian and they don't know the game that well, but they evolve, they learn it, and then they just excel. And I feel like he kind of plateaued. He was in a good spot, but never a great spot. We had him number two, but again, the separation between him and Michael, who is a great player, it's a pretty big gap. Yeah. And so that's why I would say he's a good player. Um, not, not, not top tier, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. It just means that, Probably going to be a very good lawyer, not a good Big Brother player. And if I had a choice, I'd rather be a good big, uh, a good lawyer. So I agree. I think he's okay. I agree. I think, <laughs> honestly, I would love to see someone like Joseph play the game again because it's like you see these people come back a second time and it's like, were they even really good players the first time that they played? It's like, how did they get back? How did they Do you come think back he'd be more cutthroat? Time? I think he would find that balance, right? Like I – can genuinely connect with him on that. Like, I want to be loyal. I, Because I said it going into the Big Brother house. I was like, money doesn't change how you are in your core. You can say it, but there's still an aspect of you that's like that. Which is why I was like, I have no problem not cutting you and taking the money. Because I was like, that's not who I am. But then the second go around, you're like, thank hmm. you. Appreciate it. Yeah, I got you. The second <laughs> go around, I'm like, okay, I want to win. Because I'm a winner. Yeah. I don't want to no, You were a different... I remember talking to you before the show, before you left. Yes, we talked before the, yeah. he left. Oh, my God. No uh, way. Derek, you, what? Derek. You, dude. Yeah, I know. Talked dude, before I you, left? You were in savage mode. You said it. I'm going there to win. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, go go do it. Because yeah. I could tell you weren't playing around. Right. And I think that came with maturity, right? Like, I was yeah. six years older than the first time I went in. So, I think with a little bit of maturity, a little bit of time passes, Joseph could come back because he is a fan favorite. So he is somebody that could get the opportunity. And you had some people, oh, yeah, for you sure. know, like James. I loved him. I think he was great. Like James came back a second time. I was like, why? Because he was a fan favorite. He wasn't even a good player. Mm-hmm. Joseph, I think, is a good player. And I think if he came back with a little bit of maturity where it's like, you know what? I am a good person. I will check slight morals at the door. I think he could be somebody that can win the game. Hey, listen, I, I don't disagree with you. I think that's what I'm saying. He's he's good right now. I liked him as a person. Yeah. By again, no slight at all. Uh, but he would have to do exactly what yeah. you said. He would have to change right. up his approach if he wants to get into into the final two. Um, that's really it, right? I think that's we should it. take it out, right? Yeah. So Joseph, pleasure having him on the show. Great player. He was an alternate at first. It's funny to think he mm-hmm. was an alternate and got in because someone was already on. Uh, 
he was already on like another reality show or something. America's Got Talent right, or whatever. Like I'm actually glad it happened. I think Joseph was a great addition to the to the cl- to the cast, and it was fun watching him play. Uh, so, as always, guys, we appreciate you joining us here on the Winner's Circle. We will see you next week. <laughs>